Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Kick-Ass Boomer Myra Berg. She is an artist and designer, both on the surfboard and in her art studio. On a surfboard, she does tandem surfing with her partner, Charlie. For those who are not familiar with the term tandem surfing, it involves two people on one surfboard, and it combines the art of surfing, gymnastic skills, and the synchronized moves of figure skating. On a surfboard in the capable arms of uh, Charlie, they artistically glide along the waves to a seemingly magical way. Back in her art studio, Myra designs magnificent walls of color, design, and texture. Myra is also a licensed architect. Welcome, Myra. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. What a beautiful introduction. Oh, you do so many things. I just had to get it all in. Thank you. So let's start with your tandem surfing. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with that. Well, I, I was a chicken. <laughs> you were. I was a chicken. My mother had hacked up my older brother's surfboard with an axe. So this sent me a message as a small child that said, surfing is bad. Surfers are bad. Surfing boars are bad. And so oh I- Oh my goodness. I didn't want anything to do with surfing. So, you know, I was a dancer, ballerina, all that sort of, you know, goody two shoes. One day I was in my early thirties walking down the beach with a friend of mine and I was lucky. I stumbled on the tandem finals at <gasps> Malibu beach. Wow. It was incredible. And I saw people carrying each other and pointing their toes and doing beautiful things that I had done on the dance floor, arabesque and, um, other beautiful, beautiful overhead moves. And I thought, oh my, I want to do that. I want to do that. Yep. So that day I ran up to some of the people when they were doing the photograph, they had all the um, big, huge tandem boards lined up behind them. And all the couples were being photographed just after the finals. And I ran up to one of the women who looked to be about my size and I said, how can I get started? Where can I do that? And we're still friends. That was 25 years ago. That's amazing. You're still friends. Wow. Nice. Oh, yeah. So that's, and it's not so easy to find a partner. You, you know, you, you go through this and that. And I'm considered large at 120 pounds. Oh, my gosh. And You're large. Wow. <laughs> I'm considered large. That was, I weighed about one, I weighed closer to 130 then. Um, and in those days, a partner over 105 pounds was, oh, yeah, you can't do that. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a lot to lift up. So I can see that it is. I, I watched the video of you and it just astounds me. I just don't know how people even do it on a surfboard going that fast. It's just amazing. As, well, actually, the faster you're going to a point, there is a bit of a point of not so much return, but the faster you're going, much like a bicycle, mm -hmm. the easier it really is. Oh. 
Oh, okay. So bigger waves are much easier than, than super small waves. And th- there are people far better than we are. Right. Um, women who are smaller, men who are bigger, partners right. who are younger. Younger, <laughs> especially. I'm, I'm imagining because that kind of a sport, it really does take a lot of stamina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, we always like to report our age combined. So (laughs) we just like the way it sounds. So we're combined 128 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Then everyone's in shock. What? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's, um, you know, from Charlie's perspective, it's a combination of surfing and lifting weights at the same time. Right. Although when you're in the weight room, that bar doesn't help you any. Uh-huh. So it, it takes two and technique and timing are really everything. Mm. It's, um, you know, a lot, a, a lot of the younger guys, a lot of the new guys who get started and a lot of the very well muscled fellas will do all the work. They'll really lift. And that's mm-hmm. not to take away from um, the woman's effort in our case, particularly. And it's always been this way. We really need to work together. It's like pushing a child on a swing. Our timing has to be right on the money. Mm. So uh, the goal is for Charlie to hold weight rather than lifting weight. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Plus he's out of warranty. So uh, try to be very (laughs) careful. (laughs) Don't tell him that. (laughs) Oh, he knows. (laughs) He'd love to sell me down the river to somebody bigger, more muscular and younger. He'd oh love my gosh. to. So you've been together since you were 30 or did it, it take a while and you had different partners? Well, I met him. I was actually 42 or 43 when I met him mm-hmm. and I had had partners since I was in my early thirties. Okay. And we met on a Wednesday and we were offered the opportunity to tandem surf on a Friday and yeah, sure. Okay, let's go. And my first thought when I looked at him, he was 48 at the time. Uh-huh. I thought, nah, he's too old and scrawny. Oh, oh, and scrawny. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> well, at the time, I weighed 128 and he weighed 168. Wow. That's, that's thin for a guy. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. yeah it's, um, and then he ended up putting on a lot of muscle. Uh-huh. He put on a good 10 pounds of muscle. He went from a medium shirt size to a large. Good for him. Good for it's, him. Yep. And he's, he has an enviable form, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so, so he's how, strong. How, yeah, go ahead. How often do you go out surfing like together? Like how many days a week or is it just always different? It is always different. And uh-huh. there we had two runs this summer. Oh, I wish life could always be this way. In early July, we had a fantastic swell. Just one of the best swells we've enjoyed in 20 years. Wow. That's it was absolutely incredible. And we surfed, I think on a Thursday, a Friday, skipped Saturday and again on Sunday. Mm. And it was absolutely epic. And I also surfed by myself Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual by the time Charlie gets to me, I'm tired and cold <laughs> and I lie. I just tell him, honey, I'm fine. I have lots of energy. Sure. Right. Let's go. right. Yeah. Might as well. 
Uh-huh. I mean, you got to take advantage of him being there when you can. <laughs> exactly. So that's Sunday morning. That was our third session in four days. Oh. And I thought, nah, he's never going to show up. So I completely wore myself out and <gasps> tweaked my lower back a little bit. I came limping out of the water thinking, nah, he's not going to be here. Here he comes with a tandem board. <laughs> and oh, I just my gosh. <laughs> drop my board and just say, okay, yeah, sure. I'm great. I'm great. I lied. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Just keep forging ahead. That's why you're good at what you do and you can still do it because you you just forge ahead no matter what. And I think that's (laughs) important in anything, in business, in surfing, in whatever you do. Don't let like, oh, I just don't feel, you know, especially once you get over 60. Oh, I have these aches and pains or I don't feel good. I don't think I'll do it today. I'll skip whatever it is. No, keep moving ahead and don't let that hold you back. It's, it's so true. It's absolutely, sometimes the worse I feel, the more important it is mm-hmm. for me to jump in the water. I just had a, I just did two vaccines at once. Brilliant, oh. right? Wow. <laughs> and the morning after I got chills and I'm nauseous. And oh my god! I felt goodness. lousy. I thought, all right, put on your wetsuit and go. Absolutely. I agree. And didn't you feel better when you were done? Um, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Better than just sitting at home feeling sorry for yourself. Like, I don't feel good. I'm just going to sit here. It's better to be out there doing something. You know, every day you wake up, you might as well make that effort because you don't know on what day you're not going to wake up. So that's right. Just go. And every now and again, you know, you're filling out a form that asks, inquires how many trips around the sun you've taken. Right. And when I look down and I write down 61, I'm thinking, is that, are you sure? Is that, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't feel really like it, does it? No, no, not at all. Yeah. I don't feel like my age. I really don't. I'm 70. I turned really? 70 this summer. Yeah. And I'm like, I, it's just a number. I don't feel it. I don't act it. And no, not at no, all. No. Now I do have good genes so that, you know, people always think I'm way younger, but I could just sit at home and say, oh, I don't feel good today. I'm just going to, I don't, you just keep moving ahead and doing things, keeping active because the minute you're not active, you're starting to go downhill. It's, you know, I just, I just keep running. Absolutely. <laughs> don't let it catch up with me. So, <laughs> you know, the way I see it is, is if I don't feel terrific, uh-huh. I might not feel terrific sitting in the chair. Right. Or I can go sit on the surfboard and not feel terrific. What's the difference? I don't feel terrific. I might as well go have a good time or distract myself. Yeah. And, and I'm, not, I'm not that over the top. I mean, <laughs> you know, if my left leg falls off and, I'm, and I can't breathe and I have a combination of pneumonia, hangnails, and dandruff, I might take a day out of the water. There you I go. Might. <laughs> I might. But it takes a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I think that kind of attitude will help make you feel younger, look younger, be younger, and you'll be able to live a much more fulfilled long life than you would if you just sit at home, feel sorry for yourself. I'm pretty sure that I'm just 27, but it's been remodeled a few times. <laughs> there you go. I agree. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> do you have an inspiration? Is there something <laughs> that inspires you to keep moving? 
I don't have an expiration date. I just keep going. Yep. Oh, I'm no, just... not an expiration, an inspiration. <laughs> inspiration. Oh, inspiration. Well, you know, I just, I love talking to people. So the podcast inspires me. I'm also still doing real estate. So I'm doing some of that, but I love talking to people. So, and I just noticed a void in, in the podcast market for boomers to be able to just go and listen when they need inspiration. So that's what my podcast is for. If they're feeling down or they don't really know what to do, they're feeling kind of lost. They pull up my podcast. There's all kinds of different people talking about different things, but we're all saying the same thing. Don't sit still. Don't, you know, you've got to inspire yourself, listen to the podcast, and then get out there and do something. There's something for everyone to do no matter what. Sure. You know, even if you only go out and volunteer once a week, or if you sit at home and you make phone calls to other lonely people, there's always something to do. So, yeah. That's the way I feel. So I'm hoping that the podcast inspires people to say, okay, what should I be doing? It's different for everyone. Everyone has a different calling. So what should I be doing? If you're retired from work and you haven't started something new or you haven't decided to start a podcast, then ask what else I can do. You don't want to just sit at home because you will deteriorate. I feel a little guilty because so many people have struggled with lockdown fatigue. Yes, you know, yes. The joy of this whole lockdown fatigue. And for me, um, given that I travel so much uh, showing the artwork, the quiet oboes, right. I'm on, I practically live on airplanes. You know, when, when the baggage people see your bags and then they look up at the window of the plane and they, they wave, hi, Miss Berg, what, your cat, what is she? She's seven now? No, no, she's 10. Uh, oh, my gosh. You know, I travel so much the minute the lockdown started. Uh-huh. Um, in my own way, I'm, I'm sort of an introvert. And I, I thought, oh, goody gumdrops. <laughs> I can rebuild my website. Right. I can learn new software. I can read. You know, my idea of a glorious Saturday is to surf my brains out until I can't move, come back go. home, right, um, right. jump in the bathtub, curl up in a chair and read a book. So reading, learning new, new methods, new media, right. um, new computer right. programs. I loved building my website. I didn't so much in the beginning, but now I've done all of these brand new things. And I was just complaining to Charlie this morning. I, you know, wah, 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 I haven't <laughs> gone to an art show in, in nine months. Right. I, I miss clients. I miss putting creative things on, on walls. Yes. So, you know, I, I think that we, We don't really change much. We become more of who we are. Correct. Yes, that's true. But this this virus has really, you know, put a, um, I don't know, so many people are just at home. They're lonely. They're, you know, they're feeling out of sorts and they just, but I think the more you just push yourself to learn new things, it will help. So if you are stuck at home, like you said, work on your website, work on uh, new software, do different things. I've used it to start my podcast. Um, It just, it just launched in October, but I was working on it the whole time. There were a lot of things I had to get set up and get in line before I could do it. So I've used the, um, the COVID virus for that. And people that I've talked to have done the same thing. They're just, you know, doing things online. They're doing Facebook live things. They're just doing a lot of extra things that maybe they wouldn't have done because of COVID, but we're all anxious to get out there 
face to face again because I think I miss that a lot. I'm I'm an introvert, but I still enjoy people. So I do miss the one on ones. I don't even with real estate. You know, I go out and I take pictures of the house and then I don't have to do a lot after that unless I'm working with the buyer. I sit back and someone else sells the house. But before you would do open houses, people would come in, you'd say, oh, don't you just love this house? Look at how beautiful it is. And you don't get that. You can't do that anymore. So I just really miss that. It's, I, I really understand. It's, yeah. Meeting with my own clients, putting art on the wall is right. truly one of my favorite things in the world to do. And I miss that creative process. Yes. It's, um, and, and, you know, it's, there's been a fair bit of success by internet. So mm-hmm. we're learning to Zoom. We're learning learning to work differently. We're working with FaceTime. One of my favorite new investments. <laughs> wow. I bought a gray sweep. Ooh, just over a hundred bucks. You know? wow. <laughs> but one of the best investments because now I can photograph the art and switch it back and forth. And they're really seeing true color where before I was struggling with my wood floor over here and my concrete floor over there. I don't know why I didn't think about this 20 years ago. Wow. See? There you so, go. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's fun. People are able to point and demand. Right. And I love that. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yep. And your, and your website is beautiful. Your art is so different. I must say, I'm not a modern art type person, but ugh, your artwork is just beautiful. It has texture, it has color, and it can be put up so many different ways. I guess it's hard for us to explain to people if someone's listening, maybe you can kind of tell them that they're, they're cylindrical tubes, but they're different colors and it's just beautiful. It's, um, you know, the symbol we use to indicate crazy, we take one finger and right? we loop it around our ear. Um, <laughs> well, that sort of describes the quiet oboes, but it doesn't really. Right. So they're called, they are, you, you hit the nail right on the head. They're cylindrical tapestries, right. um, fabric or fiber, really wrapped tubes. And the website is, you can either go to myraberg.com. M-Y-R-A-B is in Bravo, U-R-G.com, MyraBerg.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you remember product names or word names better, quiet, like to not make noise, oboes, as in the musical instrument.com. So it's either quietoboes.com, MyraBerg.com, or you can Google any of those things and um, you'll Perfect. see texture and color and the collaborations that I do with my art partner, Liz Cummings. So I suppose I collaborate business-wise and in my avocation of surfing. So I'm collaborating with Charlie on a surfboard. Right. I'm collaborating with an, an oil painter. She does oil and mixed media, Liz Cummings, with the quiet oboes. You can also go to LizCummings.com. I think it's uh-huh. LizCummings.com. Liz Cummings Art. You can Google it that way. Right, right. And right. You'll, you'll find us. Right, right. <laughs> And, and awesome. they're just beautiful. And you do big commercial work. So it can mm-hmm. be this gigantic wall that you just work your magic on, or it can be a little small residential wall. They're just so many options. Beautiful. Anything from tabletop to airplane hanger. Wow. Wow. It's, yeah. $150 to $150,000. I yeah. can go bigger. It's all right. If you've got a bigger, you have a concert hall, I can cover the acoustics. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> It's amazing. Now, how long have you been doing that type of work? Wow. In terms of a business that has really taken off since 
since the quiet oboes have been since the early 90s. Okay. So it's it's nearing 30 years. Art as a business, I realized I started making rings out of telephone wire when I was a little <laughs> kid. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> how far back it goes. <laughs> okay, so this is this is targeted towards kick-ass boomers, right? Right. Exactly. Okay, so we all remember that phone wire, like yep. the, with the little green and white. Um, dashes and dots and the yellow yep. and purple. Okay, I used to twine those together. Oh my god! And then I would curl the strands around a crochet hook, so it looked like crazy hair. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh! It looked like my Jufro. Right, <laughs> it was right, crazy right. hair, oh and um, and I would sell them for a dime each or three for twenty five on the street corner. <laughs> <laughs> and how old were you when you were doing this? Probably eight. Oh, oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been an entrepreneur from way back, way back. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Amazing. And then, um, and then I graduated from telephone wire <laughs> to crocheted hats, you know, wow. mod hats, those sort of British caps with a brim. Right. You know, you really had to have go-go boots to go with them, but yes, I crocheted absolutely. those things and sold those too. <laughs> Now you're really taking us back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Half a century and more. Of right, right. Oh my our, gosh. I, 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 even if I see pens and pencils, I always have to arrange them in color. <laughs> I wish I was that compulsive in my closet. It would be much more organized. Oh yeah, mine too. Mine too. I'm not at all. <laughs> Are you good in the kitchen? I'm good in the kitchen, but not in the closet. I'm not good in the kitchen either. My husband does all the cooking. Oh my. Breakfast, God, lunch, and dinner. He does all the cleanup, all the cooking, all the shopping. Wow. Does he yes. need a vacation in California? He's welcome <laughs> to come here. <laughs> there you go. So I, luckily, I mean, when the kids, when I had kids at home, I did a lot of the cooking and stuff. But then at one point when I went back to work full time, I said, okay, you've got to help out with something. What do you want to do? He said cooking because he loves to cook. He's really, really a good cook. So wow. he took over and that's like probably 25 years ago. And he's been doing it ever since. That's really cool. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast with him? I probably should. You know, I did. I didn't think of that. I should. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that's would be an very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> because, and he is really an excellent chef. He's, we almost bought restaurants two different times and that just didn't work out. And I'm kind of glad it didn't because he is excellent, but a restaurant is a 24 hour a day job. You just, it's just constant stress, constant stress, hard to make a living that way. So I'm kind of glad we didn't go that way, but you know, people come over, he feeds everyone that walks in the door and everyone goes home happy with leftovers and <laughs> even workers. If a worker comes in the house, he's feeding them. Everyone gets fed. I think they're nonstops to your, to your area. I can be there by tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's just, oh. Uh, we had a nice Thanksgiving dinner. Of course, we sat outside. It was 60 degrees, but because of COVID, we sat outside, but Perfect. the dinner was delicious. One of his best. It was wow. delicious. So yeah, yeah, he's really good. That sounds wonderful. We yeah. had um, our Thanksgiving. I cooked for two days for three of us for a guest. <laughs> and you know the guest. It was Christoph. <laughs> oh, oh, I love him. I'm going to have to thank him for introducing us. Yes. I love him too. And, and we scooped him up in the water. 
That's how I met Kristoff. Oh, you're kidding. Is that no, how you kidding. met? It's wow. Definitely. And I yeah, just met him on, at Podcast Movement, which is a conference that they have for podcasters. So he's a brand new friend to me. I don't know him that well yet. Oh, he's wonderful. And he's brilliant. And he's, let me warn you that if you play words with friends with him, he's vicious. Oh, I don't play words with friends with anybody. I'm not oh, okay. that competitive. So, and I just don't have the time. So yeah, I won't do it. Thank, but thanks for the warning. <laughs> oh, you bet. He's also a great musician. So, um, is he? and I think, I can't remember if one of the photos I sent you, it's Christoph and me holding hands on a wave. Oh, you know what? You might have. You might have sent me that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. he's great. So That's I'll have great. to thank him again because this has been great. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we end the podcast? Anything we might have missed? I'll tell you who my inspiration is. Who? Well, actually, it's not. I don't even know who he is. But I was, um, I was at my dad's thumbing through a double ARP magazine because oh. what would I read him for? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't, you know, and I'm an architect. I don't read stuff. I look at the pictures. <laughs> That's how I got through school. And here's a photograph of a man water skiing. And I read the caption. I actually deigned to read the caption. He was a 93 year old gentleman. Wow. Water skiing barefoot. Oh my gosh. Barefoot. Wow. And he was really good at it. This wow. photo, it was a two-page spread, full bleed photograph. And that photograph sticks in my mind. So when Charlie and I would show up at contests, surf contests, tandem contests, uh -huh. sometimes people would come up to us and say, oh, are your kids in this event? <laughs> no, we are. Good for you. Good for you. No, we are. Good for you. That's excellent. And you know, you're going to want to surf until whenever, you know, you're going to keep doing it till you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I knew a fella, his name was Bill, and he surfed until he was 88 years old. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And he didn't do anything else after being 88 either. So I think you see <laughs> where I'm headed here. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Why? So it's, um, it's restorative. It's inspirational. Sometimes when I go surfing, there are no waves and that puzzles Charlie. Why are you going? It's uh, cold and it's windy and it's dark and right. there's no surf. Why are you going? That's how I organize my head. Oh. And it's, it's not unusual for me to go out there and think and assemble the day and then I come down, write a list. And by the way, if you're bored, write a list of things you have to do. It's great. And then you can do something. And if it's not on the list, you put it on the list and right. cross you it put out. It you feel really exactly. Put it on real quick and then cross it out. Exactly. It's a wonderful feeling. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. But a lot of people go to the beach to clear their head. They don't get in the water, but they do go to the beach. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's and there's something about the, there are times I, you know, it's small and it's an easy wave where I am and, and I'll surf without getting my head wet. Right. That's no kind of a commitment. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> jump in. You got to get wet. Yep. You got to get wet. Got to jump in. So well, 
and bring me your walls. I, I mean, I get out of the water. The next thing I want to do is play with color. Yeah. And oh. that's, and, and your artwork is very physical too, when you're installing it because it's big art. So, and probably as, as you're making it, it's pretty physical too. It looks it, like it. It is. It's physical all around the block. There right. are times I get so crazy busy that Charlie will cut pipe for me. He is the, the pipe acquirer. He hunts. <laughs> <laughs> I rope, <laughs> I rap. Um, I rap. <laughs> and once I build the pieces, they go into ski bags. And the wow. ski bags are either going to the airport with me with tools and equipment, right. or they're going into my van. So the bags can load up to as much as 70, 72 pounds. Don't tell United that. But um, Oof, wow. You yeah. know, just like buying sausage, you put your foot underneath a little bit to get the weight off. So I'm, <laughs> I'm lifting. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm moving 70-pound bags around and, and setting up art shows. You, you right. have show panels. You're coping with wind. You're locking things down. Um, it's my a lot art, of work. It's very physical. It's a boatload. Shows load. of any kind. And then you're talking to the public all day, which I love, but it is exhausting. And then you got to pack up and leave whenever the show's over. So, again, a lot of work. Oh, that, that show, is that's always a joy. But I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter how busy or unbusy. Uh -huh. Liz and I are at an art show when the show closes for the day uh -huh. and I have clients that say, yeah, come over. We have a wall. We're not really sure. It's really tall. It, when I'm up on banisters and railings and <laughs> um, the sides of stairs and the part of the ladder that says, do not step here. That's my right. favorite place. Oh, my Hanging gosh. off of things. It's... <laughs> and. and Oh, my clients are so adorable. They, you know, they'll hold the ladder so securely. And I'm thinking, no, it's much more fun when the ladder's moving. <laughs> See, so all of your ballet lessons, they seem to have come in handy for both of your jobs, for your artwork and for the surfboard. I feel really good that I could amortize ballet lessons. Right. Feel really good about that. You're probably one of the few, unless you're a ballerina, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Myra, it's been wonderful talking to you. I've had a ton of fun. I hope my clients, my clients, not my audience, you have the clients, I have the audience are, are going to, I think they're going to love listening to you and Thank get a you. lot of inspiration between Thank your you. artwork and your surfing. I mean, you'll be inspiring to them. So this is wonderful. Thank you so much for being my guest. I really appreciate it. Pleasure was mine. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. I'm so happy. And for my audience, all the um, the um, websites and all will be in the show notes. So if you're out walking or exercising, I'll have everything in the show notes. So you'll be able to get in, in touch with Myra and see her wonderful artwork. And I really encourage you to do that. You'll really enjoy seeing it. So thank you very much. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.